Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Tuesday. It's KHON to go. Aloha, everybody. Good morning and happy Tuesday. Starting out with a bit of extra cloud cover as well as a few passing showers, but today is going to be yet another nice day. Some high clouds, though, will linger around and keep our sky cover well, a little bit gloomier. Not perfectly clear blue skies, just some slight added sky cover with those high clouds, but it's led to really beautiful conditions this early morning, and you can see that in our live Zephyr Cam shot. So for today, the high clouds are mainly over the eastern end of the state. It looks like some of those are already starting to thin out, uh, but we'll continue to track those in at least the next coming hours. Some low-level clouds being pulled on shore by our trade wind flow, which is nice and strong thanks to that high pressure system that's just to the northeast of the state. Now, what's just to the northwest, though, see that cold front? That's going to be switching things up for us in the coming days. Now, for today, that high is dominating, and we're going to see a typical trade wind weather pattern day. Our, our radar showing, again, a few spotty showers coming through, mainly for the windward sections, but we could see a few leeward, which is what we have seen this early morning. The bulk of those showers that will only be forecast for the morning hours will dry out as the day progresses. But tomorrow, as that cold front starts to approach us a bit more, our winds are going to be shifting. Those will come out actually a little bit more southerly in the coming days. But tomorrow, variable winds. And then once that cold front passes us, not only are we expecting slightly cooler temperatures, we're expecting plenty of rainfall associated with the front itself. And we're going to be seeing our wind flow return just behind it as cooler, drier air fills in. So enjoy today while we have it. Tomorrow, still fairly dry with plenty of sunshine, but it's going to be a bit warmer and potentially a bit more humid with our winds on the variable side. Thursday, we have about a 30% chance of rain, and then rain chances really jump up late Friday into the weekend as that cold front itself actually reaches us and passes through the state. Could see some heavy showers, potentially even thunderstorms over the weekend. Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett is on the hot seat on her second day of confirmation hearings. This is a live look right now. It's actually the first day senators can ask her questions. There are 22 members on the Judiciary Committee, with each being given half an hour. In all, Judge Barrett will be facing 11 hours of Q&A. Now, earlier this morning, she addressed a question about her religious beliefs. She said she can set aside her Catholic background and has, quote, done that since her confirmation as an appeals court judge in 2017. Now, despite Democratic opposition, the committee has already scheduled a vote on her nomination. That's scheduled for Thursday, the morning of the last day of the hearings. It would then go before the full Senate the week of October 26th, ahead of the general election. Republicans already have the votes to approve her nomination. Back here at home, even with testing programs in place, state officials say they're preparing for the likelihood that COVID-19 cases will increase once travel opens this Thursday. Yesterday, the health department reported just 42 new cases statewide. Honolulu Mayor Kirk Caldwell says if any travelers test positive while here on Oahu, that number will be included in the island's daily case count and that will have an impact on the reopening metrics. We know there will be more cases and I've been told that those cases will be counted to the Oahu number. So if our caseload drops, uh, goes above 100 or the positivity goes up because the visitors arriving who are positive will be counted to the Oahu number, it could affect our ability to go forward.
If the seven-day average of new cases remains below 100 and the positivity rate is below 5 percent, Oahu will be able to move into the next tier of the reopening plan on October 22nd. Following up, the Department of Education is working to transition out of a controversial online learning tool. Always Investigating was the first to bring to light some of the concerns surrounding a cellist, mainly sexist and racist content. The DOE says a review team recommended that a cellist be discontinued. Now, despite that, the DOE will continue to use content that the team found acceptable. Teachers are concerned that the program isolates students. I would like to see them set up programs where they're hiring teachers who are content specialists, working with tech specialists, developing our own curriculum. Right? That would save us so much money and it would be ours. And a lot of my students are on a cellist and I have no access. I don't really know what they're doing. Um, I don't know if their needs are being met. The DOE says it's finalizing a transition plan for Acellus users and does not want to jeopardize students' current progress. It adds that it's working to provide more options schools can offer to students who will continue with distance learning. And it comes as new Department of Health guidelines for the schools are expected this week. Dallas Ontiveros joins us now live from Kaimuki with the details. Dallas? Good morning, Christine. Well, hopefully we hear the news sooner than later so we get a better idea on what our students are going to go through for this second quarter. But as of right now, we do know that most complex areas are going to go into a hybrid learning system very slowly. So that means school will be done half at home and then half at school with those guidelines in place. What we also know is that there have been three complex area that areas that have already announced that they will do fully distance learning for the rest of the second quarter. They are the Nanakuli Wainai area, the Campbell and Kapolei area, and the Kailua Kalaheo area. Again, those three complex areas have already announced that they will do fully distance learning for the rest of this quarter. Now we do know that the HDOE is discussing the possibility of offering rapid to anyone who feels sick at school. Governor Ige did announce that schools would have access to the 420,000 rapid antigen tests. So that, is, that would be available for the rest of this year. So those are just some ideas that have been kind of played around and also been talked about, but nothing for sure at this moment. As soon as we get an update on that, we'll definitely keep you posted in our future newscast. But on a side note right here, I do want to let you all know that the grab-and-go free meals have have been uh, resumed. They are going to continue on. This comes after the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced that it will extend funding for its National Summer Food Service Program, which means that 203 schools across Oahu will be providing meals for anyone under 18. You could go to our website at kh12.com. You can see the full list there. But as of right now, this will go on until mid-December. So as soon as we get any new information from that topic, as far as the guidelines go, we'll definitely keep you posted on our website at kh12.com and of course later on today but until then reporting from Kaimuki High School Dallas Navarro's K212 News working for Hawaii and that was your morning news make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. it's everything you need to know with K212 to go